Hello, hello, beautiful Fill Your Cup family, and welcome back to another episode of Fill Your Cup. I am always excited to be on here with you and so freaking excited to be on here today with a beautiful guest to share with y'all, my beautiful soul sister, Christine, my nature witch, like my personal like pocket nature witch. So grateful to have only like met you three months ago, maybe four, nearing to four months, but like I, I know we've met in like lifetimes before this, but um, I'm so excited you guys to share Christine and her beautiful energy and her beautiful just like messages and her flow, her story with you today. Um, and before I do that, I'm going to share the cards that uh, were pulled for this episode because uh, they pretty much explain the magic that Muscle Sister has for us. Um, so I'm very excited. So let's get on into it. And you guys, you know, you can always go over to the Fill Your Cup podcast and um, the Instagram and look at these cards so you can look at the pictures, so you can ingest more of that um, what am I trying to say? You can ingest the picture so you can see and you can deepen into the messages. That is what I'm trying to say, deepen into those messages. So the first card that I pulled for everybody, for us, for this episode in the beautiful energy with my soul sister, Christine, is reassurance of the golden light. And this just speaks so true. Um, personally, me knowing Christine and her own personal journey um, to where she's just evolved just again in these past four months, it speaks so beautifully to you, sister. But even as a collective, reassurance of the golden light, like we are not alone, especially as we're navigating all of these new normals right now. We're like navigating a little more chaos. Things are a little uncertain. This card is here to tell you, whoever is listening, whenever you're listening, to take a deep breath, put your hand on your heart, and remember that you are fully supported. You are divinely guided. You are divinely held no matter where you are, no matter what you're moving through. Mm. And you know, the second uh, card, this is the first card was an oracle card. The second card is a tarot card. And I pulled the world, the earth, Mama Gaia. And this speaks so beautifully to one, reassurance of the golden light. Because first card, hello, Mama Gaia is here to support us, to hold us as she always does. But you guys, my sister Christine here is a nature guide, a spiritual mentor, and like a literal nature witch in this lifetime, reopening all of this magic to us. And so this card is so fitting. Um, honestly, like this, this is you, Christine, like sitting, sitting here in your, in your like beautiful, just like full nature body. Like that's what I see. So, so beautiful. And the next card that I pulled is going to be Crow Woman. She, again, if you can see the card, she has that animal spirit within her. So connected deeply to nature, to Mama Gaia, to the world. And this woman, she knows how to shape shift. She knows how to change her situation when she, she doesn't get stuck in her darkness. She can find the light again. That light is within. So she, she knows how to, again, shape shift dance through her shadows without getting stuck. She's deeply connected to her feminine intuition, her sacred law. That is what those full moons are representing. And then we also have this maiden of um, passion. Christine brought it up to me that, hello, we're in springtime energy. And so we have maiden energy all around us. So this card is so fitting. And then again, reflecting Christine and your beautiful energy, like 
fully embodied in your emotions, your emotional depths, your emotional waters, but like from a beautiful heart-centered place, flowing with passion, tapping into that passion. So sister, those are the cards I have for our audience and such a beautiful reflection for your energy, for what you're going to share with us today. Um, so yes, you guys, without me talking anymore, I'm going to give the mic right on over to my beautiful sister, Christine, the nature guide, spiritual mentor. Again, I'm going to like coin you as the nature witch, I feel. So, <laughs> you know, nature witch, earth goddess, wild woman. I'm keen for all of those names. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Mm. And, um, you know, I feel like these, um, identities all belong like in the first three chakras of my body mm. and that this is like, you know, strengthening these energy centers is like helping to support the heart space that you're talking about, the maiden energy, mm. um, being like flowing with your emotions from the heart space. So yeah, that's kind of, that really is like what I'm all about supporting mm. the heart space um, with rootedness and groundedness and nature connection. Uh, so yeah, you picked amazing cards. Oh girl, spirit picked them for us. I'm just <laughs> delivering what comes through, but you know, that's really beautiful. And I, again, want you to like dive into your story and share your beautiful energy with everybody. But just reflecting on that, like I have to share that Christine took me through an, like a one-on-one -on -one experience and I think it was 30 minutes and you literally did that for me. You unlocked my root chakra, took me through an experience where I finally, for the first time ever, saw it as a flower. And then I was able to like a couple days later see my sacral chakra blooming open as a flower. And then I saw my solar plexus blooming as a flower. And it's really funny that you're saying that, that those lower chakras guide you back up to the heart because they do. But like, it's funny because only two days ago, I finally was able to see my heart, but it wasn't a flower. It was like the gateway, the portal to heaven on earth. So it's so beautiful how you were able to like unlock those lower chakras for me and just help me to feel safe and supported so they can start blooming to help me really see and open to my full heart's like capacity. I've never been able to see that. So I had to share that. That is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Mm. Um, and I've been reflecting this weekend about how in a safety and in a security and in a strength feel, um, they might be very different for different people and like our different and like core energy blueprints, our soul blueprints, um, of our like um, our light that we shine from our hearts can be can be like unique, um, and that yeah you know the magic we have can be unique and the safe spaces we find within ourselves and the powerful spaces we find within ourselves can also be uni a unique experience. So mm. I think that that is really key to be helping. Um, guide people and experience to experience their own like soul's energy is something that really motivates me um, and not necessarily kind of saying like this is how you'll experience it because 
you know, safety, security, strength, they feel different to different people, you know, and um, power as well (laughs) and magic, Mm -hmm. those things that we also can find our own safety within, um, they, they can be different for us. And I just love that. I think like when I see people's heart light um, in my meditations, um, whether I'm like calling in soulmate clients and saying, hey, I'm open for business or like whether I'm, you know, doing an interconnection meditation, a compassion meditation, I like see I see everyone like shining, but I also see like there's like a different flavor or color to our, you know, to our, the light that we're shining. And I think that that is also really beautiful. Mm, That is like so juicy. And that speaks like so true to so like just everything, right? No, like I'm trying, I'm like reflecting on my journey and my experience, like all of the times that I got really burnt out or got really fed up and frustrated. I was trying to fit in with someone else's blueprint. Um, But it's like you, especially in, in my experience working with you and you guys, just for 30 minutes, like I'm telling you, like just for 30 minutes, like you allowed me, you gave me permission to explore and like in a deeper way than I've ever felt before, because I've had some some beautiful mentors that have created that safe space for me. But like, yeah, you, you have a different type of magic, girlfriend. It's um because it's so deeply rooted within you. Like you were just like explaining, like being able to to be aware of like just uh, just just to be so aware. That's what I love about you. And just to be like, so again, in tune with how you feel and what feels good to you. Um, yeah. Straight magic sister. Thank you. Well, I also feel like, um, that if we are like rooted and grounded in ourselves and in the energy of mother earth, then it gives us the support to like be with those feelings that we're feeling. And um, to be honest, I wasn't really feeling, well, I realized I wasn't really grounded, um, you know, several months ago, even though I was a nature connection guide. Mm. um, I actually learned how to ground more deeply into the energy of mother earth from, um, from a teacher, a healer. And, um, you know, I feel like, um, that this, you know, holds an important key for what is happening. Like right now, what we want, you know, I don't, um, I kind of subscribe to the theory that like, we can choose, right? We can choose to respond how we choose to respond to whatever is going on. And um, for me right now, I feel like it's an opportunity if you want it to be (laughs) Mm. to like dive deeper into grounding and into mother earth connection, because um, you know, that this can like really help us build a strong foundation within ourselves. Um, And also you know, like what is the world we're trying to create, you know, through this, through all of everything that's going on, all, like all of the crisis, like 
what what do we want to what power do we want to take from that you know and I feel like that it's an opportunity as well like to you know to bring that divine union of the masculine and feminine into more balance because you know bringing some mother earth mother Gaia um energy into our you know hearts our bodies our energy bodies our culture of our own spirituality and more broadly culture like i feel like that's a really good balancing force for um you know working towards this divine union feeling (laughs) Mm. and so uh yeah i'm i'm really like i think it can really change a lot of things on like personal and you know, ripples outwards into more like collective societal, um, you know, potential for change and, and how we want that to look like. Mm. Cause we know that nature connection and deep nature connection, um, has a correlation with tending to the environment, but I feel like it's not just about that. It's about like, if we can heal ourselves and be in a greater integrity with our energy. So, you know, coming back to that crow card, Mm. you know, being able to like alchemize our insecurities into gifts of the shadow and be able to hold that. Yeah, we're human. We have these insecurities and also we, we are spirit and we have this light, um, energy this you know the the blueprint we were talking about and mm-hmm. and the, the the combination of of both respecting our humanity um and respecting our spirit together that's really powerful and that can cause i think that really truly can change the world like no joke but i don't think it's about <laughs> approaching it from that place i mm-hmm. think it's about deepening into it and seeing what unfolds and seeing how the butterfly effect spreads. You know what I mean? Mm, I love that. You said so many juicy things in there. So many juicy things and so potent for right now. Um, And, you know, the first thing that comes up and like when you were talking even um, grounding down and like rooting down into the support of Mama Gaia, of Gaia, if if no one, I mean, understands, is the earth, Mother Earth, and rooting down and grounding down, um, which can be like going on a nature walk or simply sitting on in, in, you know, in the dirt, on the floor, um, taking your shoes off and feeling your feet in the soil, you know, Maybe you can tell us about forest bathing. I've never done that, but I've I've definitely seen your forest bathing, and that looks beautiful and magical and healing. Um, but having that support, which I think in my mind and my like just knowing is that masculine energy, right? Like being able to like when you're standing on the ground, on the soil, feel that support. That's the masculine energy holding you, supporting you. And then for you to be there breathing and opening up and connecting, that's the feminine energy. And so bringing both together, um, cause you said so many beautiful things in there. I feel like that, that's how I, um, know, 
Mama Gaia to hold us, to support us, why I go to her to heal because I know it grounds me back down into my deep feminine radiance as I trust the support, which again is that masculine energy to hold me. And then further than that, when you root down in the root chakra, like you were saying, those lower three chakras, that's where like all of our um, security lies, all of our um, just deep rooted like fam, I mean, you can speak on it better than I can, but like deep rooted like traumas, right? Deep rooted, like everything. I don't want to say everything is stored there, but yeah, I would love for you to speak on that because I feel like especially going through this time and and hopefully this will full circle bring everything together I'm saying, but going through this time that's really chaotic, really really triggering, being able to go to Mama Gaia, to Mother Earth to ground down, to literally sit there and feel her support there may be like things that are coming up, like that fear, that anxiety, whatever is stored in our root chakra, in our sacral chakra, in our solar plexus that we're not familiar with, that we're not aware of. Um, and so just navigating those emotions, I know you said it so beautifully um, already, like connecting with nature, but just on a deeper level, you know, because that's what was coming through for me when you were speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I have a few things as well, you know, when you're Ah. in flow and then I'm like, oh my goodness, you make so many good points. Um, That's what this is all about, girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, um, so yeah, nature connection. So there's like two main ways I feel like of nature connection that I guide people through. Mm. Um, one of them is, is the, um, you know, the nature connection with our like physical reality, the nature around us. Maybe you have a backyard. Uh, maybe you have somewhere in your neighborhood that you're still able to go to. Maybe you have a pot plant on your balcony or maybe you have a pot plant at home mm. like um, and some essential oils or like whatever the things are that can help mm. us to connect. Um, so it's, with the nature connection the forest bathing it's more like guiding people through invitations to get into your senses to really immerse yourself so that you get the benefits of being um, immersed in nature over a shorter period of time because like there's more intentionality behind it to to do that connection um and also when i'm guiding um like in real life <laughs> um, with people, um, which I'm probably not going to do for a little while, but I, but that's on pause right now, but I'm doing more like online sessions in people's backyards and um, oh, that's still oh really God. cool. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's really, it's really cool. Like it's, it's amazing how like this technology is empowering us to be able to connect with each other and, you know, and even connect with nature more deeply by being on, online um yeah so people get my guidance and um invitations into you know their earbuds and then they do the little practices and we come back and share um and then we continue to do more practices um so like for example the invitations can be you know there's that it tends to be like a sequence at the beginning of um 
of, you know, getting into your senses and, you know, even doing a little bit of nervous system regulation. I like to give people like an opportunity to shake it out or just be in stillness or whatever they need for like a few minutes at the beginning, because, you know, we're all coming from different places. Mm -hmm. Um, And if we're coming together, I feel like it's important to just bring, bring our energies into like a little bit more sync. And then, um, you know, and then I offer invitations, for example, for like, you know, connecting to like a tree, if you have a tree in your neighborhood or like um, for grounding down, for, um, for like noticing interconnection between different plants and creatures, you know, beings. Mm-hmm. Of, and so, you know, these are some examples of the kinds of invitations that we give. Mm. And um, sometimes people can get into a really magical space that they haven't been in since they were a child. Mm. Of like, you know, that moment when you're watching the clouds and you like see, oh, that's like a, that's like a dragon or, oh. you know, you know, that feeling of being in liminality of, um, of kind of almost being in this like naive, like innocent place before we taught ourselves like not to imagine things and not to see magic. So um, I think it can be really special to to do that and to like connect more deeply to the place where we are. Um, and I also guide people to like energetically ground into well, firstly, they're root chakras because a lot of us are walking around with underpowered root chakras. And I know that it's a big deal because I think to get to this place in your healing is an evolution in my experience. Like it might not be the same for you, but um, I had to do a lot of work on my solar plexus before I could kind of really work on my womb space and work Mm. on my root chakra. I felt like very blocked to accessing those energies and now like I feel like I've been able to pull so much support strength and safety into my root and it's much more like it moves Mm. (laughs) you know there's like a fullness to the energy that it really wasn't before and I didn't Mm. even know that that was how it was because Mm -hmm. it was just normal you know and I think we also get taught like Oh, it's normal. It's like, okay, to just have insecurities. And that's, you know, we all have insecurities and that's true. It is okay. And also paradoxically, Mm. like we can, we can find more um, like integration and fullness and wholeness in these areas, as long as we're willing to do the shadow integration work there. Mm. Shows up there. And for me, I find often it's like quite, it's got a lot of echoes to the deep past, to ancestors, to past lives, um, you know, stuff that perhaps we haven't, you know, haven't, you know, had the wherewithal to be able to face up until Mm. a certain point. Like, I feel like there's a process of like gaining support diving a little deeper gaining support diving a little deeper um and even i'm still working on it (laughs) girl snapping over here saying (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was still working on it like we both did this de-armoring practice 
and mm. like dehumoring our energy um, from like armor that perhaps we picked up who knows when, mm. maybe past lives, maybe who knows when. And I think a lot of, well, I don't know about men, but I, I, th- I think a lot of women, especially, we walk around with this armor as protection. And I don't think that that's, um, <laughs> I think that that is like, it makes sense. It makes plenty mm. of sense. But now we're in a place where we can start to unpack that and we can start to release that because we are in a place where, I mean, this is a little bit of a, can I cuss or not? <laughs> fuck yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a little bit of a mind fuck with what's going on right now that to realize that as spiritual beings, we're safer than ever before to be fully expressed mm. as you know the nature which the earth goddess the central mm. queen whatever mm. so it's it you know it's both it's like wow like there's all this chaos and stuff going on around us but also we're safer than we were before Oof. to be fully expressed so we can start to dismantle that and then with this de-armoring I found like, oh yeah, there's like some stuff that I was hiding for myself under this armor around my root chakra, around my sacral chakra. And I was like, okay, time to work on this now. So, you know, it's a journey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, once you, once you have more energy rooted, like in your root, then it's also like easier to keep that, um, your cord between you, yourself and the heart of Mother Earth to be like more of a um, more of like an ongoing like presence in your life. Because you know mm. I mean? you're more you're more your your body your energy body is more open to receiving mm. that support. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was all again so juicy. You said so many things there. And um oh the first thing like I want to reflect is how beautiful um your process of like you were saying you can't you couldn't necessarily like work on the root first or like the womb space. Um and you had to come up to the solar plexus first, correct? And get get and um ingest that energy I I was trying to say gain that energy I don't know and like sit into that energy ground into that energy first to have power to get down into the other chakras and that is so beautiful and speaks so true to what you were saying before like we all have our own unique like energetic blueprint and for you to like know that that's good for you and to just roll with it and to just own that and to give yourself permission I think that's another big thing that wants to come through um when I speak with you, um, you hold such a safe space and such a supportive space. You literally just give people permission to just do what they need to do, like shake their body out or ground in with a couple breaths or, and that's just one, such one of your just like most beautiful gifts. I know you guys can hear her voice. It's like the most gentle, beautiful, nurturing voice. And like for you to be able to hold that just safe space no judgment for others i know you you can and you do because you've done it for me um it's just so beautiful and it makes sense everything you've shared of like you've done the 
obviously you've done the work yourself, but to really in your own unique expression, because everything that I've ever thought, been taught, not like been taught, but like heard in the, the spiritual world with the chakras, especially is like root, you have to heal the root and then you have to heal the um, sacral and then you have to heal the solar plexus and then the heart. And then, you know, it's like, it's a chain like that. And it makes sense when you explain it um, in that sense, like going from the root all the way up to the crown. However, like it didn't make, doesn't make sense for me to heal it that way either. And that's not how it happened for me. Like at all, like November, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do the root chakra work and like totally ego. And I was, didn't even like, it wasn't even the root chakra work at all. It was like, I started at the solar plexus without even knowing, you know? So I really loved that reflection. I really loved that. Um, and again, you do that for others because you can so deeply do that for yourself. Um, and then the other point is that childhood consciousness. Like when you were talking about that, you were getting so just in this zone of like, you guys can't see her, but I can see her. And just in this zone of flow and like, yes. And like, that's your magic too, sister. Like, let me reflect that back to you. Like getting into that space of lightness for yourself, especially through shadows, especially through like whatever you're going through, you know, and like, being able to hone in on that childhood consciousness, that lightness, again, shape-shifting whatever it is, going back to that crow woman, being able to alchemize, like, you do that so beautifully, and you're able to do that for others, and that's, like, for everyone listening, getting into that state of childhood consciousness, um, puts you into like that more relaxed state where your nervous system isn't so like bogged up and like go 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 and I have to do this like you're super light like you're you have space to receive you have space to receive healing you have space to receive the next thought you have space to receive you know the next idea so that is again magic that you said that because I know you do that so beautifully for yourself. And again, it just makes sense that you do that for everyone you work with. Um, so yeah, I had to reflect that. <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. Yes. I mean, I had like four different ideas popping off in my mind as you said all of this stuff. <laughs> like, um, I love the like, depth of conversation we have. So um, I guess the first thing I want to talk about is like, the order in which we should heal our energy centers. Mm. Um, you know, I think that that's a little bit of, of uh, the shadow of spiritual world a little bit, mm. you know, of like the way we should heal. Um, and as we have our own unique energy blueprints, our own unique heart lights, our own unique like flavor to our energy, then it's like, wow, you know, that is the path. It's not about like somebody else setting out the path for you. Like you, you can grow and deepen into intimacy with yourself. Like, mm. and that is the path, right? It's not about, it's not about like following somebody else's advice or whatever. It's like, okay, maybe someone can like teach you one or two things and can hold space for you, but it's not about them it's about like each of us individually embracing our own soul and letting like the layers of fear and trauma that we've been like processing allow us to dissolve and allow us to shine more freely and allow more of that soul energy to occupy our ego mm. um and like 
So, but okay, I went off on a tangent there, but I wanted to like talk about the solar plexus. <laughs> I want to talk about the solar plexus because I think this is um, something that, um, that perhaps some, you know, some of us, some female <laughs> part of us may, um, may actually, we might have this in common, ladies, basically. Mm. Like, there's something called the psychosexual split. And this is where we kind of disassociate two parts of our personalities, the sexual and sensual, and the kind of good girl. Mm. we feel perhaps that we ought to be and present to the world so you know in our solar plexus where we are like holding our identity and how we want to present ourselves to the world like this is where that we can hold that split of like the whole madonna complex basically (laughs) so that's one thing that you know i think a lot of women may have in common um but also Another thing with it is like, yeah, shame for me, mm. like shame lived. Okay, and I think the the whole Madonna thing may be part of that, but um, for some people, but the you know, shame from childhood was definitely a big piece of solar plexus healing for me. And I think with different like trauma or different um, energy we might be holding or energy that might feel empty because we have exiled it because in that moment of trauma, we've kind of like, you know, um, kind of not wanting to be present with that. And Mm. so like, I feel like these, whatever these events are, they can affect us in in different energy centers of our bodies. And so, you know, sometimes it's about like, what's the next best, like what what's the next place like I can go to to work with this and like for me I for me personally I couldn't um get to these like root and womb space healings until I had been able to um you know release that shame somatically Mm. like from my body with yelling and punching pillows and doing all of that and realizing you know this isn't mine and I think we can we can carry around a lot of projected shame that isn't ours, mm. and it can prevent us from being in our flow and being truly connected to our own inner sense of safety and um, our inner sense of strength. So I feel like that's really important. Like it's not all about energy work; it's also about bioenergetics, using you know working with the energy in our bodies. So yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) no that was beautiful I didn't want to cut you off did I cut you off no No, you didn't but I've got like five other things I want to say I'm so excited yeah um well another thing I was thinking about is like the you were talking earlier about like what are the kinds of uh, woundings that live in the root and um I was saying like, yeah, that can be a lot of stuff that has resonance with our ancestors, with our past lives, but, you know, it can be stuff that like really often our own lives and our triggers are like the key in the way into healing these things. Mm. Um, so then 
it can be anything but for me personally I felt like there was a lot of relational trauma there and especially quite a lot of stuff around sisterhood Mm. and also you know some family um of origin stuff um but also um you know I feel like it can be any sort of relational wounding that we didn't where we didn't feel safe at the time Mm. And I think that that is why it's so hard to get to the point where you're ready to look at root chakra woundings. Because at the core, a lot of them are about abandonment and Mm. betrayal and, you know, some pretty heavy stuff that unless we're fully resourced, unless we've got our spiritual posse on side and we Mm. have our sense of groundedness and, you know, support by whatever spiritual connection that we that we can find then it can be really difficult to look into these woundings and to bring them into like integrity within our energy so you know it can be it can be challenging like it's not all like it's not all um you know sweetness and light it can be it can feel disturbing sometimes to confront these things and also there's such magic to be had Mm. on the other side like there's such strength and security and power to be had within our energy bodies if we will reclaim those shadow parts those exiled energies we can also reclaim the gifts of the shadow the parts of our core energy blueprints that we've also been suppressing because they're kind of twinned with each other right they're like Mm -hmm. the polarities exist together and if we exile the hurt of what happened then we're also exiling you know maybe some part of joy maybe some part of security maybe some part of love and it's so that's why like although the crow woman medicine is like challenging it's also like so beautiful and illuminating and can really give us that sense of our unique magic Mm. yeah yeah oh my gosh I um I do have something to say I know you're still I I don't I don't want to cut you off but you yeah it's um Oh, so beautiful. And I just want to reflect on a couple parts really quick and the importance of when you're talking about shedding the armor and releasing that energy, um, the shadow, and why that's important is because if you just keep putting armor on, if you just keep ingesting, think of food, you're just going to keep filling, 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 filling up. There's no room for anything to flow. There's no room for anything to move around. Physically, mentally, emotionally, it goes all different ways. So like physically, when you're feeling tight, your body can't move. What do you do? You stretch, you go make room for your body to feel better. Same thing for your mind. When you're feeling stressed out, like your mind or your body even can get super tense, tense, right? But instead of being stressed out all the time, we want to create that space for the energy to flow. So I just want to really hone in on the point, like, why is it important to do this work? Why is it important to, you know, like dive into, you know, maybe the shadows or the your chakras or do any type of this like healing really 
is because clearing space of that energy, energy is everything in my world, is our, the thoughts we think, is the emotions, is our feeling, everything is energy. When we can be so in tune and in touch and feel what's going on, which isn't, again, all rainbows and butterflies, all light and like love all of the time. We feel everything like Christine was saying, the polarity of it. We live in a world of contrast. So we're going to feel the light, but we also, if we want to feel the light, we have to move through the dark. And how we can bring all of this full circle, because I know I'm talking all over the place, is like to feel the light again, we must clear out that dark to come back to the light, like life, death, rebirth of all things, of all energies. And that doesn't mean that it's just light, light, light. We live in this world where change is the only constant we're experiencing. We have all of these things that universe, God, source, however you want to call it, is throwing at us so that we're like getting, I don't want to say we're getting triggered, but like so we can like become aware. So when we don't feel great, so when we feel that trigger, that we can clear it out because we're not supposed to live in that state of just like, oh my God, what is going on? I hate this. I hate this, you know? And so that's really just like, I felt so strongly that had to come through. Like that's the importance of this work. You know, I don't just look into my past wounds. Christine doesn't look into her like past lives or like her wounds just for fun. I mean, sometimes it's for fun maybe, right? But like, we don't do it just for fun to like laugh. Like this is so we can heal so that we can do this for us so that we can come fuller into like our heart space. And like, that is what the last thing I wanted to say, like the last card was passion. And like, that goes so beautifully with that duality. Like you cannot feel that heart centered passion flow. If you're stuck somewhere in like, in a different energy, if you're putting, if there's something stuck, like maybe it's someone else's, but maybe it's yours that you haven't cleared out yet. Like you can't feel that passion until you move that energy around again. Um, so yeah. Yes. I love that. And, um, I'm glad you said all that. Yes, because it's not, it's not like, it's not like just because for the sake of navel gazing, it's, because healing basically mm -hmm. the more we do the shadow work the more we embrace our wholeness and wholeness is healing mm. you know we're embracing all of our uh, parts of ourselves and it's really important to note that like we are bringing the energy of love and compassion to the shadow no matter how difficult that is mm. and so there's like a grace within doing the shadow work itself and you you talked about the inner child energy and like the inner child the child consciousness and that's a lot of the work of the shadow and a lot of the work of trauma healing mm. so um i guess that have two images in my mind like one is when i'm explaining to clients about how trauma and woundings from the past can keep us stuck it like try and explain like, okay, these things like keep us tethered to the past. If we want to be free to live in the present moment and create, you know, what we want in our lives or co-create what we want in our lives, like it's very difficult to do that if so much of our energy is invested in the past and going down these 
tethers to the past. So it's like, it's like being in a hot air balloon or something. And then you have all of these ropes still attaching mm. you to the ground. Like maybe it's not the best analogy, but it's the one I like, mm. I try and use like the more we can um, release um, those tethers by healing within ourselves. Um, the more we have like our spirit has freedom. Mm. Right. And um you know, and I think that there's another element to that too, which is like, sometimes I think energetically, like within us, it's like, there's a process of like thawing when we were, so when trauma happens, it's like on the nervous system level, it's like, um, it's like we've frozen, but there's also, um, unlike with animals, when they go into like, freeze states we also have an element of still like sympathetic um nervous system energy so that's like anger or anxiety but it's trapped in because we've frozen mm. so then it's like i kind of see it like it's an ice cube on the outside and then there's like some anger anxiety some emotion that's that like sympathetic nervous system energy that hasn't been fully expressed so that's mm. why i'm like okay you know the compassion is needed to thaw the ice mm. and the somatic expression and the energy work is needed to shift the energy of the like sym sympathetic nervous system energy that's in our bodies. And like the more we do all of this and you can do it quite intuitively as well. Like the more we can inhabit our bodies more fully inhabit our energies more fully and be, you know, becoming from a place of integrity, wholeness, dignity. And that's a really beautiful thing that we can heal ourselves and mm. that we can, um, we don't have to continue repeating the patterns of the past. We don't have to behave from our conditioning, from our woundedness. We can actually shift that mm. and we can, um, you know, sort of rebirth ourselves. Mm. And we can, yeah, and we can do that maiden thing of like, now I'm in my heart space. Mm. And there's nothing, you know, there's like not that many things like pulling me back down, dragging me back down. Like I can, don't have to be in despair. Like, and actually this is really important because it's not just about like energy healing. It's about how do we feel mm. and like to be to be in a place where we hold, you know, we are holding on to, you know, past woundings and stuff. Like it's, especially at a time when there are so many effective like therapies for this, it's like we, we could actually like choose to, if we have the resources anyway, because I know there's privilege in this, we could choose to heal this and we could choose to be enjoy more of the time in freedom more of the time in our heart spaces in collaboration in solutions like this is these are the things that exist when you're in the safe and social part of your your being your system you're coming from your heart space you're coming from the angle of solutions of collaboration and 
you know, coming from love basically mm. and feeling better more of the time. And that's, yeah, I think that's worth it to me. It's worth going, doing the shadow work. It's worth doing all of the healing work and being able to, um, yeah, just feel like free, more free. Mm. Yeah, like that's exactly, I mean, why I'm in this work and why I've, am, I mean, addicted might not be the right word, but addicted to healing, right? Just like addicted to being more whole in ourselves, more whole and like in tune with my heart space. That's that's my biggest thing. And um, I feel like you just said it so beautifully. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I hope that, I hope that's like helpful for people to hear. And I know that like talking about this might feel challenging for some people and I'm not, um, I'm not out to like try and trigger people or anything. And at the same time, like we, I just feel inspired by the fact and passionate like the maiden mm. about the fact we can do this. We can heal ourselves, especially if we receive the support um of our loved ones community and or people that we you know I worked with an amazing somatic therapist mm. and I like worked with amazing energy healers and I just want to like say that was like I just feel so lucky to be living in a time when these things are available to us mm. you know if we if we have the privilege of being able to either create those communities or pay the money to be able to access this or you know like I just mm. feel I just feel you know perhaps generations in the past haven't had like some access to some of the amazing tools that we have mm. and the amazing teachers that we have so yes I guess I'm grateful and I'm inspired <laughs> mm. yeah I am grateful and I'm inspired um, by you and like, because you're one of those teachers, those healers in this lifetime, you really are. Um, so I'm grateful for you and your energy and just everything that you shared with us today, because everything you shared had so much value. Um, so, so much value. Um, and I invite everyone to go back, rewind, listen to all of the bits we went all the places this morning, um, but all of so, so much value. And, you know, anyone that feels called to really deepen in uh, to just safety, again, in their wholeness, in their heart space, to really go go there, go deep, right, into, into those places. But with that safe, supportive guide, I invite you to reach out to my soul sister, Christine. Um, because really, I know you, you heard in the discussion today, uh, the beautiful energy that she has, but just her process. Um, and so Christine, with that being said, like, where can we find you? I also know you have um, Earth Divinity School, if you want to talk about that a little. Sure, why not? Um, so the best place to find me is probably Instagram. Um, and it's at Hots and Roots Guide. Um, all spell out and um yeah I think it's pretty I think it's pretty apt name because I'm all about hearts and roots mm. <laughs> so, it works <laughs> um 
And what else? Um, yeah, Earth Divinity School is this program I created um, as a response to our times and what's going on right now. And in it, I share like my most powerful self-healing tools and how to do them safely, which I think is so important because like if you if you're aiming to feel safe, then doing things unsafely doesn't make sense. (laughs) And um, so there's a lot of juicy stuff in there, including like shadow work and um, nervous system regulation and inner child work and grounding, grounding, grounding. Mm. And then there's also the second part of it is about like connection. It's about connecting to each other each other on a heart level it's about connecting to nature what's the earth dreaming through us Mm. Um, and also sending some sending some healing energy to where it's needed right now so wherever we feel that is whether it's to our loved ones to our communities to our country to our world to the heart of mother earth Mm. like wherever we feel it's needed to nurses to healthcare workers to service workers like wherever we feel it's needed and that's kind of the pinnacle of this work it's about like supporting our heart to do the kind of compassionate heart-led like healing work on a global level and Mm. and aligning ourselves with that because I think we can you know, our hearts can hurt when we see a lot of things, but we don't always respond to it. You know what I mean? Like we can, mm. we can respond to it on a personal level by going deeper into our own healing around what's going on. And we can respond to it on a, like on a more like heart led, compassionate healing way as well as, you know, as well as anything else you might want to do. But um, yeah, doing the energy work, I feel like underpins um whatever actions we might want to take in response to our lives and the world Mm, i love that oh thank you so much for sharing i will definitely make sure that everything um all the places that you can find instagram and then um a little bit about earth divinity school is in the show notes so that you can go find all of that make sure you go um I always say stock. I feel like I should find a different word, but so you can go stock um, (laughs) Christine and her hearts and her roots and all of her magic. Um, But seriously, thank you so much for being, um, for being here today and sharing energy. I so appreciate it, sister. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. And I hope that, you know, I shared the things that you wanted me yeah. to share. Yeah, no, that's a, I, I love that you even said that because really the intention of this podcast and when we open space like I did for us in the beginning before we even recorded is, is, is for opening safe space for whatever wants to flow out, you know? So everything that you shared had so much value for you yourself to share for you, for me to hear and for everyone to ingest. And I really truly believe in my heart and soul that everything that was shared is like for the highest good. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for inviting me. And like, just, this has been a really deep, awesome conversation to have with each other. And for the listeners, I hope that 
you know, it has some nuggets in there that are helpful as well. A hundred percent. I'm sure, I'm sure you'll be back. We got it. We'll, we'll go deep again, sister. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, good. All right. Well, I love you, Christine, and I love you. Fill your cup family until next time.